All right. Hello, everybody. Today, I have an incredibly special guest, the one and only Brendan De Silva. And for those of you who don't know this man, he's definitely going to tell you. First, just want to say welcome to Zeus and Bruce. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a catchy name, Zeus and Bruce. Zeus and Bruce, man. Yeah. So we talked about how that episode came to be a little bit and really just the title for the show and all that stuff. And hopefully it sticks. I'll, I'll say, I don't know if it's good as uh, Brendan the Silva, leader of the Silva team. Oh, oh. <laughs> the whole sentence, okay. it's quite good. It flows. It really runs well. But hopefully we get it running and go with that. Tell us a little bit about the story of Brendan or how you want to go about it, where you want to begin, and just a little bit of a backstory because, ladies and gentlemen, this is an awesome, awesome guest. I'm a little bit biased. However, it shouldn't matter too much. Uh, the content's still really great. So yeah. let's do it. Uh, backstory is well, you and I have very similar upbringing. Do we? we grew, yeah, so we grew oh, up together. Wow. Wait, where are you from? Look at this. So, no, <laughs> but basically, yeah, we grew up. I'd say, I would say it was a beautiful family experience, but definitely more of like you know, high, almost like chaos, like very, very intense. And I think that's normal when you grow up in like an immigrant family, it, it's more normal at least. And then grew up in the church, etc. Found Jesus when I was 17 years old. That kind of transformed my life because I was really being a kind of punk before then. And then going into my really my senior high school, life really transformed, right? Mm -hmm. Like radical. Then went to college to be pastoral ministry. That was going well until like I went through this like chaotic phase of my life. Life down spirals. Fast forward a few years. But like chaos. Let's say at this age, you're what's the age? You're 22. So when everything went like chaotic in my life was actually just about like seven years. So I was 20. The 20s when it, when it, 20s when it began. Oh right, Thanksgiving yeah. too. Sure. Yeah. So 20s more or less when it began, and then when the ball started to really roll roll with chaos going on and things developing from that. Yeah. Yeah, and then finding a way to turn it around. I mean, talk to us a little more about that. And, the turnaround or the yeah, the turnaround, but let's even say a little bit before because the dynamics even growing up. You're saying through that, how does some of those events shape how you see things, how you went about the decisions you were making? How did that play a role together? Well, I think uh, I, I think growing up, we always like you had to find a way to figure things out constantly, and there was not much like I maybe mean, there was a lot of guidance, but I guess like you have selective memory growing up and like mm -hmm. what you want us to do. So I think for me, as I grew up into my senior year of high school, and that was like, I was really rebelling and just trying to like crowd for attention. So when I, Christ came into my life, that was like, okay, you have the attention you've been looking for on like an eternal, infinite level. Like this is actually that hole that we all have. That's what fills it, right? Like the, uh, the higher, you know, of Dios, like God Almighty. So then from there, that was like, for me, profound. But unfortunately, Poor decisions and then injustice led me to getting all the trouble. And from there, I had you know, when you when you are in the church, and you you have this like bad boy look, good boy heart, you know, this good guy heart. That's very and you have the charisma. People love that. Like, they throw opportunities to you. They throw out ministry opportunities, opportunities to you. But realistically, like charisma is very different than character, right? So like I didn't really have a character to support my calling. And I think that actually is why I'm, that's. That was, it was in, was shown when I got in trouble. And then I believe God, through that experience of me getting in trouble, was what he did to redeem it, at least, was he really said, hey, you don't need anyone else's like validation to that. Not like I don't need anybody. 
but like a like you don't need anybody else's. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Validation, acceptance, recognition. Yeah, I, I guess like you're, you're not totally dependent on that. Hmm. Like first and foremost, you depend on me. So when that happened, I was like, whoa, my whole life I've been pushing, 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 pushing for that. Even when I think I didn't need it, I still went back to it hmm. from, you know, dating, et cetera. So that was actually pretty mind-blowing of an experience. And I think that really is where I ended up getting in trouble. Like that phase of my life when I was 20. And that really downspiraled. Now, the down spiraling came PTSD, came hurt. You know, when you're hurting, people in your your loved ones also are hurting, right? Because of that. So then you had to deal with the shame and the guilt from that experience. And then you had to deal with the trauma related to that experience and anxiety related experience. And uh, you know, you understand, like, long a duration of trauma, right? If you think like, you have cancer and you're doing like six different hospital visits over the course of like three months, a year, they're doing tests. Mm-hmm. 20, one of my friends had like 20 tests. Basically, they thought he had a brain tumor. So they were doing all these tests, but he, he couldn't have a tumor. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Ends up, he didn't have a brain tumor. He just suffered so much concussion growing up. So the point is, though, he had a long, over a long period of time, he had sustained trauma from that. He was terrified. He's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. So he's not, like, that really hit him hard, right? So I think for me, I had that on a different degree with my getting in trouble, living that life, really like suffering, like what's going to happen next? And then from there, basically, I like the aftermath of that season in my life where I was like basically down spiraling, depression, like really, really dead. Now, okay, now pff, the dust settles. The dust settles. The dust settles. And then you come out like a warrior, you're like, hey, I'm going to take over the world. Mm. But the reality is you still broke a man. Mm. So even though you made it out of the battle, you survived, right? The battle's not over. Now you got cuts. Now you got wounds. Now you you got you bring the battle with you wherever you go, even though the battle's been done. So I think, and that's what you see a lot. And I think that's the best way you see post-traumatic stress disorder. A lot of people, even with military, think, oh, it's only military, right? Oh, wow, you went through war. Oh, you, they hear something, a plane flies over, they're going to, you know, fight or flight mentality. Where are the baseball? Where are the baseball fields? Just airport nearby. Incredible thing you're saying, just to throw it in, is there's a powerful saying that only the dead have seen the end of war. Oh, that's really powerful. Right. It's, I mean, it's, it's from well, ancient Greece. It's, I think, from yeah. Plato or Aristotle. This idea that only the dead have seen it, and to your analogy of being at a baseball field, a peaceful environment, more or less. Peaceful. But you see. It still comes. And now yeah. you take the PTSD, or post-traumatic stress disorder. Now you take that, and now you say, okay, listen, well, there's a whole other field of this, which is everyday people. Mm-hmm. Everyday people experience trauma. Everyday people suffer. Everyday people have this painful, 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 painful experiences that shake you. Maybe it's sexual assault. Maybe it's physical assault. Maybe it's a home invasion. Maybe it's getting fired. Maybe it's worse, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you hear incredibly beautiful music on the piano, <laughs> or even the two footsteps of two the little corgis that are coming to visit us, yeah, you're the and they come out of nowhere. So, so to segue this with, you're saying it seems that you have this. Uh, passion and connection with stuff, mental health, especially with men. And recently, I believe it was last month, was or maybe it's November, national or national mental uh, men's mental health. October awareness. is national. It was October. October is national mental awareness. Uh-huh. Mental mental health awareness. Right. So then, for this one, you're able to see the experience behind it and the way it connects mm. and how it's all intertwined. Yeah, it's incredible. So this has been able to be some of the backstory, and it's leading up to sort of let's say 2021, 20, 
or in the Silva, where let's say we were to take you from today versus three, four, five years ago. How do we see that shift? And one thing oh, we yeah. want to focus Thank on this, this show, as well as ways that a person can take, you know, the analogy with Zeus, again, I repeat on the show, he's essentially uh, becomes an outcast from his father, uh, Cronus, views him as a threat, and he's about to consume him. But Cronus's wife, Rhea, doesn't let him do it, replaces Zeus with a stone. Zeus basically lives with the common people, and then Zeus is able to develop, find connection, more power in himself and meaning, and he's able to elevate himself and really becomes an individual and frees his siblings who are actually enslaved inside Cronus's stomach. That's a great story. It's, yeah, it actually worked out very well with how I created the, the Settle for this. Oh, yeah. So with this, that's why we try to focus and bring on characters like yourself who have a similar story where they're able to figure out they how were I, on a trajectory. How would you relate my and, story to uh, Zeus? So the common theme that I've seen laid it out is someone who's operating from a place where there seems to be disadvantage, whether circumstantially or even from a decision standpoint. But the trajectory is that they take the initiative, they take matters into their own hands, and then find a way to propel themselves and take action and do the necessary steps, do the hard work, be not fearless, but brave and courageous, even in the face of that and continue to move forward, which then can free others who may be in their own spot. So I know you're back on a little more and you have that trajectory and the work you're doing now, no, but course. how do you visualize it when you get to what be able mean, to like do I think, okay, well, where was that five years ago? Where am I? Yeah, like, well, you're talking about your faith a lot and also what other action steps you're able to take and what visualizations so years, did okay, you so take? Five years ago, this actually five years ago, tomorrow. Tomorrow is it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's right, actually. So five years ago tomorrow, I just got out of jail. Six yeah. months, boom, done. Now I'm mm. out of jail. Mm. Five years ago tomorrow, boom. Now you gotta think, mm. if you get out of jail, your life is shook. You've been in jail six months. Now, it's not that long of a time, but it's still a very long time. Think about six months, long time. Six months will go by like that, but in jail, it goes by like. Yeah. There's supposed to be a snap. No, I'll show you how slow it is. Oh, wow. So even with the it, slowness, you only hear the end. It goes down not with the bang, but with the whimper. It's Literally. <laughs> it's intense. It's intense. So basically, from there, there were some like, you know, I definitely I can't say, I really don't think I would have made it out. I don't. The, the, the return rate at jail is a wild in the incarceration. It's like one in five people will go back. We say the recidivism. Recidivism. Yeah. I forgot yeah. the term for it. It's like one in five people. I recently just heard it, yeah. It, one in five people. I think it's... it's that much? I think, I think it's like one in five. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll go back. Mm -hmm. So we had to maybe fact check that, you know. Yeah, we'll add that into the bottom just to get some yeah, more of the But nonetheless, even if it's one out of ten, it's a lot of people go back. Yeah. And a lot of people, they never end up having the opportunity. And me, when you have a violent misdemeanor on your record, you can't get a job. That's what I mean. Hmm. So I couldn't get a job. I was applying all those places. I became waiter again. I'm like, I want to go back to waiting tables. Hmm. I became waiting again. I'm like, okay, what's next? Now I'm back here and I'm thinking, this is no good. <laughs> Not at all. I'm going to be waiting tables. And I'm shook. So I'm trying to wait these days. Now I'm waiting tables with a bubble of wild wings and selling wings. And I, I applied for these other jobs. And I applied for job, 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 king of job. Finally, I get to like the third round of interview, and it says on one line, it's like, Have you ever been convicted of a, a sexual crime? Mm. So I said, Oh my God. And I What's got hit. You can't even. Yeah. Well, I got hit. I got five round interviews. The guy's like, Hey, you got the job, boom. And my job, this what it was. It mm. was washing handicapped elderly, picking them up, putting them in bed. Like physical them. people. Physical people. You were doing this? I was going. Oh, this was you were going to do yeah, this? Yeah, I never got a job. Mm. $12 an hour. Mm. $12 an hour, I was going to do this job. 12 bucks, 12 bucks. What can you, you can't even eat with 12 bucks. Mm. 
Um, you, you can't get a good lunch for 12 bucks. Maybe you could. 12 bucks is like a minimum, a maximum, minimum for lunch. So anyway, so I didn't get a job. I walk out of that interview. Obviously, I can't explain my two-year legal battle in two lines. So I say, okay, I'm out. I go, I call, I call my buddy. I think it was Ben. Uh, or, or, yeah, Ben, is, I was crying on the phone. I said, I'm so embarrassed. It sucks, man. Okay, man. Still remember the street. The street, too? I still remember the street. Was that, vi- that vivid. That, oh, vivid. Oh, yeah. the intensity of the emotion. Oh. Or the emotional intensity was so high. Yeah, so high. Probably brought you back. So embarrassing. Hmm. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. Yeah. And you just walk out. It's very awkward. Anyway, so from there, you guys, we'll call you. I said, that's not funny. Oh, man. It was so painful. Really painful. Really painful. But from there, I end up finding, I was pushed into a career. I ended up going into real estate. That's where I'm at now. As a real estate salesperson, a realtor, right? That's what it is. Realtor. That's it, right? Not realtor. I don't know. Do not realtor? Actually... Yeah. Wait, so for me, it's R-E-A-L-T-O-R. That's how people pronounce it, right? Realtor. Yeah. Realtor. Well, people always say, oh, I'm a realtor. Realtor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so then what's, what are we supposed yeah, so to do? Yeah, so it is realtor. Oh, it is realtor. It is realtor. Ah. Now you know. Now you get it. Well. That's good. Or oh, I mean, at least I know, know something very good. <laughs> yeah, yes. Get myself so, out of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah trouble. <laughs> but anyways, no, so basically from there, I end up, uh, I, the class is like $440. So the class for the training to be certified, to so be able to make a sale? So in order to be a real in New Jersey, you got to be licensed. In order to be licensed, you got to take a class. In order to take a class, you got $440. So the, the, so the cost is $440. Correct. The timeline from start to finish, let's say two months? No. No way. I did it in two weeks. That look. It's surprising how easy it is. To get I mean, to be fair, it's not like you're wielding, let's say, a lethal weapon. Oh, let's you are. So- oh, uh, we're going to that. Oh, wow. But well, here we go. In a way, you're de- dealing with most lethal weapons. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that, uh, Chekhov's gone. We're going to come back. That's a metaphor. We're coming back. <laughs> no, but here's what I'd say. So, truly, um, anyways, I got out of jail. Six months. Boom. My whole life's over. I'm I'm back in the faith in this beautiful place. I'm like leaning in. But here are the things I did that really made a difference. That if I if you were in a place of despair, I would know. Hmm. One, I Wait, so say, say that part again, just in case it was so, a little. Odd. If you are in a you place were, of despair, if you were in a place of despair, this is what I would do again. So let's say a lot of people right now, it seems just are unemployed or they're uh, part of the Great Resignation or they're in a middle tough spot where they don't know what to do, where to go. This, this is, is what you recommend. Most important thing. Yeah. Most important thing. Most important thing. Work on yourself, hmm. your health, mentally, physically, alive. During that time, I was working out every single day. I was in the best shape. I was a Greek god, my physical shape. Why? You were Zeus? I was, I was Zeus. Because I was literally such a, like, I was in excellent shape. Why? Because I had all this pain that the physical exercise alleviates that pain that you feel emotionally so often, hmm. and it channels the frustration you're feeling. So it's very important. Workout. Two, major pro tip. Major pro tip. Get connected with the right people. Meaning what? So, rainbow, what does that mean? So you have to, you in this time of despair, you're not going to know where you want to head out. You don't know where your five-year plan is. You don't know where your 10-year plan is. You got to head around people who are positive people, who are motivated and pulling you forward. Hmm. Not pushing you, go forward from behind, pulling you ahead of you. Right? They're yeah. ahead of you to say, come on, come this way. Yeah, push not, it, pushes not, everybody. Yeah, hey, behind you, but I'm right. telling you to go further. Yes. Yeah. So it's a pull, pull, pull. So that's like the most important thing. Surround yourself. Me, I was surrounded by people who are hustlers, who are moving. I had David Choi, he was moving. I had Juan Carlos, he was moving. So people, if you're around five, you know, that had fresh, right? Show me your five close friends, I'll show you where you're gonna be in five years. Hmm. Same is true with income, right? Show me your five closest friends with their income. Okay, take the average, that's where you're gonna be 
See, what, what do you think that is? It's proximity to power. It's more being in the realm of people. I and think it's, it's like if you're around people who no one works out, you're not going to work out. There's going to be more excuses that come in and say, yeah, it's all good. If you're around people who are rich, you're never going to feel rich. Hmm. So maybe it's a standard. It yeah. seems. The standard you know set. It's a standard. It's a culture. It's opportunity. It's, hmm. it's, it's, it's crucial. People. So what I would work on myself in terms of mental health, physical health, I went to counseling. Mental, physical, taking care of the counseling. If me, part of the mental. For me, when I do it mental, I went to counseling. Thanks, thank, but thankfully to the people around me who pushed me to counsel, pulled me to counseling. Two, physical worked out. Three, spiritual. I joined I joined church and I found a pastor who would really kind of guide me and heal me back, right? Or heal me to what's new, heal hmm. me to what I need to be at. Would, would this look like for other people who may not be religious? Could it be a community and a mentorship? We're finding a group of people who are similar peer group, the community that takes you in, it's, and the mentor that can take you. It's challenging me for me to speak, even if you're not religious, it's hard for me to speak, oh, well, this worked for you. I can only speak of what I've seen myself happen and what I've seen other people go through. Hmm. And I think, like, I don't really necessarily consider myself the most religious person. Actually, I really don't. But there's a big difference. Like, in the classic, is like the religion is man made, right? Religion is like, Hey, this is our faith, Catholicism. This is what our faith is. This is how we're going to get to God, right? This is what we're going to do. The do's and don'ts. I don't. I don't want to be. Who wants to be a religious person? Nobody. It's terrible. It sounds very limiting, right? It's not very fun. And, and even Jesus in the New Testament, he goes against who the religious people. That's who he's against. He's not against anyone else besides the religious people. So I don't want to be a religious person. But for me, that's why I say like spiritually. And I'm not talking about spiritualistic, like a new age, we're here. No, I'm talking like the chakras, the not, astrology, all this stuff. Not a shaman. Okay. Not for so, you. Not for me. Okay. So for me, it's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really tapping into the faith of like Jesus Christ, where it's like he is like the healer, right? He's the divine healer. He is coming, like he's king of my life. Like what's king? King is the highest authority in the room. That's it. That's how it has to be. So for me, that's why I submitted myself to perfectly, no. But consistently, yeah. Consistently find a way to do that. So then if we're going to go back to it, it's uh, uh, the health for sure. That's physical and mental. And finding a community and a mentor. Yeah, well, and in your case, it was mm -hmm. a church group and Work on yourself, pastor. get connected. Oh, and the peer group. The peer yes. group. Yeah. Work on yourself and then get connected. Okay. So just for who's listening, really note that because it seems when you are in a place that you're not operating – Respectively, as efficiently, you take those key steps and they're actionable and you can control. It's in your realm of control. It doesn't yeah. seem too external. You're not waiting for a job in the mail or for someone to invite you to something. You're realizing what do I need to take care of in the media? And you don't need that many resources to take care of your health physically. Yeah. Yeah. Walking, well, you yeah, need. Yeah, basics. so there's different degrees, right? All depends how serious you want to get, but even you can be very serious with limited resources. And do a better job with someone who has a lot more resources. That's really true. That's really true. Yeah, some people, I'm not going to say names. Uh, I know these people personally will pay a couple hundred for a gym and don't actually go all the time. I <laughs> uh, don't want to put that person on blast, but it, this, these things happen. These things happen. <laughs> these things definitely happen. Powerful. Because well, we've transitioned really. There's a lot of the backstory. Oh, so, yeah. So, backstory, going... yeah, backstory. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah. now fast forward. I get yeah. real estate. I don't have money. So now it seems like we're talking a little bit of the mix we have with uh, career and uh, passion. A little bit. Oh, yeah. It's career and passion. Career yeah. and passion. Well, this is a career right now. This is not so we're still in career. I would say this career. Okay. Uh, this so career. we're talking about Okay. Wow. Well, that was a perfect segue. Yeah. I mean, you, you really led me there. You've done this before. <laughs> I've, I've had, um, actually, I posted one interview, and, but I've done two. 
And we like to converse and talk. And it kind of seems like you know who you are. Well, some say I'm the Babe Ruth of this game. But, <laughs> uh, or we'll say uh, LeBron in 2003. A lot of potential. But um, got to live up to it. Rumor mill. Point being is we got to act on what's there. But let's get back to where we go. Okay. We, we did a backstory. Incredible. Now we're talking a little bit about career, which is real estate. Yeah. So career is real estate. Basically, I don't have money for the class. Class is $440. Can't go. When I'm down in Jersey, when I'm trying, I go down to Florida for a mentor tree, spiritual, right? In the faith, Christian faith. So we're just to give back when you're 27 now, this was at the age of- 22. 22. So just to give reference, this is really for a majority of probably people who listen to this and even don't, it's post-college graduate, post-college, finding their way into what's no, sort post-college of graduate, post-convict. Okay, so you have- post-breakup. Oof. So let's see- I'm post. post so you're, you're, you're financially- Post Malone, basically. We, I thought we could edit this and put in the songs. <laughs> I need to get an editor. But we have financial struggle, we have emotional struggle, and legal trouble. So, what, what do they say are the three best lessons? It's a broken heart, a broken or wallet. an empty wallet, and ah, there's a third one. I don't know. I don't know. But typically, these are great teachers, and you've experienced these. Let's say at the age of 22. Okay, broken home. Uh, broken or maybe nowhere to be. Or broken home relationally as well. Yeah. Yeah. So at the age of 22, transition period. So, yes. Yeah. So I transition. I went for, I, I, my buddy, Juan Carlos, he gives me, he's a really, really good guy. He gives me the, um, he gives me $400. He said, Ben, listen, I have $400. I don't have any more. He, he banked on you. Oh, he, bet, he bet on me. Or bet on you, yeah. He bet wow. on me. He, he was a realtor too. So he saw the success, the opportunity was. He is so a he, baller. He is a baller too. He literally best. Literally. He, didn't he, you say, I don't want to put him on the spot, but he played with Kyrie Irving. In high school, was that him? I have never said that. Maybe you did. Story. Someone said that to me. I he thought told it was you that story because they grew up in the same town. Elizabeth, I think it was. Rowley. Kyrie Irving. Oh wait, no, no. I think it was one of those. But then they play in the same league. And I, point being, he's a baller. Just not even for basketball or he's character. A just especially his ability to help. Anyways, point is this. So he's just making it. He's making like eighty grand. He's uh maybe he's making 80, 90, 100 grand, hundred twenty grand, hundred thirty grand. He's in that like eighty to one twenty range, right? He's make he's just starting to make like about at the that age day, of twenty. He's twenty three. He's probably twenty three as well. But in that okay. age, he's probably making seventy grand at that time. Remember when he got me eighty grand, and so he's been saying, "Hey, this make, I'm making money. This makes sense." So he bets four hundred bucks on me. So it's good. Still the forty. He gave me the four. I uh, still the forty. So, <laughs> I yeah. The 40. So I call the school and say, "Hey, listen, I have four hundred dollars. I want to take your class. I don't have four forty. So anyway, you give me a discount." What did they say? She said, "Would you write me a five star review?" <laughs> I mean, I've never done that. That's, so that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> all jokes, all jokes. So she, I basically gave her the five hundred dollar review. It's remarkable. remarkable. So I gave it the five. I gave it five dollar review. Like, mm-hmm. I gave it five star review. That's what I said. And then I took class. I passed my school test my first time. Nice. And it's a two week intensive, so you do it like every day. And I passed my school test my first time, and then I passed the state test my first time. And when I passed my state, when I passed my state test, I am going nuts. I'm like. Ah, I'm so excited. This is it. I made it. But what happened? Hmm. When you pass state test, right? It's a, it's a computer exam. You got to get pat. You got to be approved by the board of the NJAR, like New Jersey Association Realtor Board, whatever it is. Some certification yeah. to make sure you're. But what go. do I have? A record. Ah, so now here's the. Challenge. So I go to my. So basically, what should be a week to get your license took me about seven weeks. So I was acting without my license for like seven, eight weeks. And I can't tell you why I don't have my license. So for like six, eight, seven, eight weeks, I didn't have my license. 
So I had to write a letter petitioning them, please give me an opportunity, blah, blah, blah. I remember this. It was a big struggle. We oh, were a big struggle. Super worried, et cetera. Yeah. And then from there, I'm like, oh, man, this is terrible. Well, the waiting period. And, I mean, I, and I'm just now single for the first time in a long time. Hmm. So I'm, I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing this alone in a sense. But hmm. thankfully, I have community pulling me forward. Yeah. And I end up getting the, getting the course. Um, my first year, I sold six houses. Now I'm in like four, five, just five, five years. My first year, I sold six houses. My only, I worked 80 hours a week. 80 hours time. a week in six houses? Yeah. Wow. And you don't get paid unless you sell. Wow. So my first house I ever sold, actually, I drove an hour and a half away, like a dozen times. The deal died. Finally, I go back, and I only made on the file like two thousand four hundred bucks, two thousand two hundred dollars. But I spent like, and it was a huge, huge, huge sale, right? For me, and I love that guy. I think this Phil is an amazing guy. I really, really shout out Phil for shout taking out Phil a chance. There we chance go. Hey, gotta send this to him. And I did. Hey. And it was down in the county. I didn't have the, the access to on the super. So I was like breaking into these houses. They mm -hmm. leave a window open, I open a window, go inside. Wow. Because I couldn't get in with a little key. So I'm like, oh man. And you had to pay for the key. It's like 45 bucks, whatever it is. Another 45 you didn't. I didn't have that. this month. Mm. So I was just opening windows, hopping in, and then before he got there, then it would open up. Oh, I think they're I think they're locked. I would be like, oh, I think locked <laughs> in the back. And yeah, I think like, uh, someone just came and uh Yeah, let me just show the back out real quick. No, jeez, jeez, jeez. I'll uh, jump through the window all, so many times. So it was this huge thing, man, for me. Huge, huge thing. So then you go from that six to the 80 hours a week, the first year you're building some momentum in a little bit. And then what's the point where it starts to take off and you're implementing strategies and just mindsets so, and ways to go about that? Yeah, so I got connected with this lender. His name is Carlos Figueira. Uh, he's the owner of Key Point Mortgage in New Jersey. And he starts funding a Zillow campaign for me. So buying new leads. That's what it is. So it's buying new leads. And I start taking advantage of these leads, right? Rather than blah, blah, blah. I'm a salesperson. That's what I realized, right? Mm -hmm. So my first year, I sold six houses. The second year, I sold 32 houses. The fourth year, I think I sold like uh, 40, 30. I sold like 40, 50. So you're uh, from six? Six, 32 to like 50, okay. six, whatever it is. And then third year, we, a fourth year, we do like um, uh, 110. Mm -hmm. Then this year is our fifth, fifth calendar year. year. Yeah. We'll be at like... Uh, 225 hmm. which is just under like a million hmm. so, yeah, so the trajectory has been lethal and yeah pretty yeah sorry that's under 100 million in sales so like oh, okay. five is like about 100 million in sales hmm. Hmm. so it's definitely grown a lot we're now an organization of about 15 17 members when back then it was just me in the office making cold calls just going calls oh yeah oh, hard life absolutely yeah. hard life struggle man sure, yeah I, I, it seems to feel a lot but it took me like a long long time right like the first year six houses yeah, so it's tough because sometimes we want to see the end result and we know that there's work to put in. We don't want to sometimes do the work that's in the beginning, whether that's making calls or even taking the course or even saying being humble enough, maybe even desperate enough to call someone and say, hey, look, I only have this. Could you help me out? Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. do a rating. It's Well, this is the thing. So I started telling myself this principle and I think it was very good. It's not sustainable. This chair, by the way, is really comfortable. The chair, it's a little squeaky too. A little squeaky. A little squeaky. <laughs> not squeaky. Squeaky. Mine's, mine hasn't squeaked yet. Well, I mean, to be fair, I've been, I think I've been pretty stiff. Yeah, you're, but you look a little stiff. Do I look a little stiff? Well, you, if, you don't look cozy. If you're listening on the podcast, oh, so what do you recommend? Reposition. You actually, in the podcast, you look comfortable. But if oh, you in the look video, at my you're chair. Yeah, I think how, it's a little, eh, it's all right. We're comfy. To be fair, we actually just had dinner. So if you see us, we're uh, kind of covering um, the abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Just covering the abdomen. I mean, 
Um, I, I'm talking about the other guest there. <laughs> but to be fair, he had like two plates. He had two plates. Yeah, your, I think. I did you have two plates? And the cholesterol from the meats. Oh, oh yeah. That's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. <laughs> That's a different story. We'll no, so basically, like, oh, oh, yeah, let's get back. Yeah. So, yeah, I, in my career, I think where I came back to was the, the, like, the key principle. Oh, key principle. Yes. I'm either going to succeed or I'm going to die. Hmm. Another analogy, just for other people who see this and want to see a different way. Correct me if I'm wrong, could be you want to take over the island, you got to burn your boats. But talking about either you go and if you want to take over an island or just conquer something, if you have that escape route, you're putting less of a urgency. So more or less. So that that story about burning the boats is actually very interesting. I actually read uh, the whole story. Oh, it's, yeah, the whole like, from beginning to end. Well, so okay. this conquistador, I forgot his name. Um, from like what the Spanish? From Spa the whole story is this: that when it comes burning, okay, the conquistadors. So yeah. the Spanish, there's a Spanish emperor. Let's call, mm -hmm. and he keeps sending people to at the time Mexico, our modern day Mexico, to take over. But people are getting scared. People are dying, and he can't just send anyone there because let's say he sends someone and they succeed, but that person he sends is a huge wants a huge head. They're not going to conquer it for the emperor. Who are they going to conquer? For? Oh, for themselves. For themselves. Of course. For the king, mm. right? Not the king of Spain, yeah. right? Emperor Spain, no, he's gonna, he's gonna take it for himself. Yeah, hey, you put so, in all that work. So yeah. basically, uh, he has this guy, the guy, this let's just call him Conquistador Bruce, right? Sure. So Bruce, Zeus of Bruce, not Conquistador Bruce. So Bruce is getting a reputation for what? Big head, ego. Now the emperor's like, listen, I can't send this guy. But Bruce hears the rumor about what? He's about to get cut from the trip. Cut from the trip. So what does he do in the middle of the night? Hmm. He takes the men, says, everyone get on the boats, everyone get on the boats. We gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. He says, hey, we've been ordered, we have to leave right away. He leaves before the king can hear what? That they're plotting to do all this? That, that yeah. before the king can get wind of him doing this, hmm. and before the men can hear, hey, the king doesn't want to be you guys to be led by this man anymore. Hmm. So he gets a loyalty, and, he, and it's not like if you can't call this guy, right? He's on the boat. Yeah, you can't call him. You can't call him. It's done. I mean, you can send a message in a bottle. Send, in a bottle. You can send a pigeon. Yeah, you can't call this guy. It's, yeah, it's like 1800, whatever. 1700. Mm -hmm. So 1700 probably. My babes. That would be 1700, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, if 1700s. Within the past 500 years, but more more 16, so before 17. the 1700s, we'll say. Yeah, we'll guess. Okay. So basically, anyways, he shows up on the shore. When he shows up on the shore, the men start realizing what? We want to go back to Spain. Oh my goodness! No they, way. They, yeah, they're hearing that. They, but they would eat the flesh. They would skin the people, not mm. just the scalps. They would skin the humans. Oh, it's very. And the Aztecs had this reputation for being merciless. The Mayans too, these merciless warriors. So we're gonna die. These people here is that your mind? Mm. This is crazy. So this is what they did. They started thinking, go back for it. They get in a battle. People are fighting, fighting boldly. So we gotta go back. We gotta go back. But what do they want? They want to live, survive. So what? They can go back. Mm. Right, but the the king's like that's sorry the the conquistador Bruce the leader is like you know this is not gonna work. He goes to his right hand man he says, "Hey, go sink the boats." Hmm. So that's what he first did. He sunk boats. He basically had wood eating. Uh, he went and he had the people drill holes and sink. So the men would go, "Oh my gosh, let's get a tenth boats." Oh my god, eight boats. Eight boats sink. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Everyone's so upset, flipping out. And they started, and they talked, they, they talked, what? Oh, it must have been wood eating insects that ate the boat. Hmm. Oh my gosh. This completely but, shifted. But, uh, but the, yes, narrative. Wow. But the men realized what? Hmm. No, this is not true. 
they could get he, they hear wind of it. The 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 captain did this. So they invited me to him. He goes, men, listen. We have two choices. I left two boats out. If you want to go back, you can go back. But if you want to be here, you got to be here. Because we have an opportunity to take over this entire land. Mm. And we take over, that's glory. That's mm. our lives. That's ours. Don't go back to your women. Bring your women to glory. Mm. Right? They burn the boats. Mm. So then that's... So it was. it's a mentality. Yeah. And in, in uh, the Japanese samurai, actually, there's one guy, actually, in a book you gave, like... Uh, it's like four, not 48 lost power. It's another book. It's like 100 principles from war. Basically, the Japanese samurai, mm -hmm. when he was leading samurai into battle, he would, there's if in uh, the, art, the art of war, it says you mm -hmm. should never fight with your back to the water, mm -hmm. right? Because you have nowhere to escape in the kitchen you survive. Yeah. But he actually made the opposite comment. He would always make sure you fight with the samurai war, their back to the water. Why? We're either going to die right now mm -hmm. or you're going to kill these people. So my point is, from me going to jail, I had that mentality of, I have no other option. This needs to work. Yeah. Period. Yeah, we'll say, we'll say. I couldn't get a job. I yeah. couldn't go back to, I couldn't go be a pastor, right? I couldn't, I had no other choice. So he said, you do this or you're going to die. Mm. Yeah, for now the, my mentality is shifting, hmm. but that's where I was. No, for sure. And for any, uh, you know, we have two nieces, they're both young. Uh, for any of them, they just started taking swimming lessons. So oh, for them, crazy. we'll say the analogy for them, sink or swim. Kind of uh, put it out. But no, that's, that definitely does no one on the head. So to take from that, it's essentially starting from a point, a lot of odds against you, but taking the control. Now, being more from the position not of the victim, but how can you become the victor? How can you really leverage the situation and take what you need? I think it's, it's crucial. That's a crucial way. So let's see, with all this work and all this busyness that you love, um, some of that has to overlap with passion and hobbies. What are well, some things that come? I mean, earlier today we played some basketball, so worked yeah. on our shooting. I'll be honest. For, for, for such a busy man and someone with a lot of thoughts going on, how do you keep so, yourself um, happy? Yeah. yeah, so this is actually one of my biggest issues in my career. So the whole like succeed or die, right, mentality, I realized something. Hmm. You can actually die. It's a possible It's option. a possible outcome. I mean, it's happened to a handful of people, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not, well, the thing is with work, it can happen sooner than later. So for mm. me, our goal mm -hmm. this year as a company was sell 270 or die. And there's a hashtag online. Hashtag I, I, I went pretty viral, actually. Yeah. No, I, I, I went to like Southern, Southeast uh, US, yeah, yeah, West yeah. Coast. So, uh, it was so, incredible, actually. So 270 or die was the mentality. What I realized, though, is that it actually was foolish. Because I burned mm. out. October, I crashed. It's already November, October crashed very badly, really, really decimated my mental health. Hmm. And it's because I really could die. So what what am I I don't have a hobby, to be honest. My biggest hobby I would say is basketball. I play like maybe yeah. twice a week, max. As my ankles get better, maybe a twice a week. Um yeah, that's a reality. What what was that one? Yeah. I said, yeah, that's a reality. Oh, yeah, for, that's the yeah. That's so the, I play Monday, Tuesday, what uh, th Thursday. So I play twice. Yeah. So my point is this. That's my biggest hobby right now. Yeah. Basketball. Oh, well, it's just, yeah, finding the ways that you're able to decompress and all that stuff. And yeah. finding ways yeah. that's now. That's like my only hobby I have. Oh, and yeah. fly fishing. But right okay, now, yeah, like, for sure. And, you know, picking up new ones. Yeah, fly fishing I picked up, but then it got cold. I don't like going to the water in the cold. Oh, no, they probably can't do it. It's too much. I do it. Too but it's incredible. You pick up a passion and your hobby for basketball. Not passion, hobby. Hobby. Let's, yeah, they definitely are very different. Because we're able to have that medium to connect. And also it keeps you in this hobby. place where you can be free and relaxed. Would you say that there is a passion then, or is would you say career right now is your passion? 
Or is there something even underlying? So, I think like this. I used to always, when I met people, I was I would always ask them, Bruce. I'd be like, hey, what's your passion? <laughs> you know what hey, what's your passion? That's yeah, I would, I would always ask them that. And Jeez. they would always get feedback. It's a great, it's a great opening line. Yeah. Similar, yeah. I mean, one of the ones I like is, I mean, it depends how cold you want to go in. Just say, hey, like, what's your story? Kind of just hit them. Because stories, we're all storytellers. Passion could be, ah. Passion is a set for me. The way I see passion is like this. Oh, all the time. You've never said that. Yeah, There's no all way. All the time, all the time. No but way. When you're saying, well, say you. well, here's how I'd say it. When <laughs> I say no that, way. some people would be taken back. I would be taken back. But what I've noticed, and it's not for everyone, this isn't an absolute, but people do have a story that they want to share, they want to tell. So and there's there are a lot of people who are willing to listen that are at least going to do it for free. Mm. Right? I mean, there's, there's, a, there's different mediums. But the passion question, I think, is more, what is something you're working on and is a little more future-oriented? The story is how'd you get to where you are now? What, what are the, what's the genesis that began the story of you? And people love to replay, even if it's negative. Sometimes they don't want to, but they still have an, a part of the sales. They want to create an outlet, tweet someone about it. So typically, it's deviating from the suit. But you're asking people about what's their passion. I'm asking the story, but for yourself, is there one that's there? Is it a career, or are you still working on the details of that? Because the career is solid. You do have an incredible wife. You have I an think, incredible home. Yeah, my career Things are not, going. Career What's is, that look like? I think my passion, I, I think I have like two or three passions. Oh, man. That's, cool. uh, that's awesome. Man. I'll be honest. <laughs> my main passion is like building up people. Hmm. I don't have a catchy one line for it yet, but like I think maybe impacting and improving lives would be my one line. But like that actually is something I really care about in, through real estate. Hmm. So I see real estate as more than sales. I see real estate really as like, I see real estate as like a big catalyst for wealth, quality, justice, even legacy, security, hmm. joy, contribution, you freedom. To do freedom. Yep. So for me, like, I really, that's really important. And I see real estate as like the vehicle. What sometimes we could just be talking about real estate by impact people's lives. Yeah. So things like that, I think are really important. So I think that's my passion. I really, 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 really love people um, when it comes to impacting. Um, my, like Deb and I, my wife, right? My wife, Deb. Shout out. Uh, shout, out shout out wife. Deb shout the out wife of the year. Um, no, it's going to be wife of the decade. Hey, wow. There we go. There we go. It's hot. There yeah, we go. But, uh, All right. Yeah, that's it. Okay, wonderful. Let's, uh, I mean, look, wonderful. The fact that yeah. even more than one passion. But I think at its core, you want to see people. It's many people. I want to see people improve. And typically what I find is people, their passions are usually formed out of something they've experienced, but mostly is pain, right? A pain, you turn the pain into passion, right? Turn the pain into purpose and finding a way that you can, through whatever experience you had and the one you've been telling us, you see where you were, where you are now, and you see others where they are and where they can be. So you're sort of saying, hey, I was the input. This was the very, this was the, the input. Look at the output that ended up occurring because there were certain, uh, things that you were doing to get to that point. And you see it in others and it's saying, wait a second, there's more to you than yeah. To quote a very famous alien, there's more to you than meets the eye, right? Or there's more to Optimus Prime, man. Come on, you watch Transformers, come on, come on. Well, with a lot of success on the way, we're looking, what's um, what's from Brendan's, one of his larger failures, and what has he learned? What has he learned from these? Uh, I've lost so much money. Oh man, that's the biggest failure? You want to talk about financial loss? Brother, or I'll say, uh, uh, leader to the silver team. Oh, wow, come on. I, the, yeah, just, I lost so much. Yeah, I've lost so many failures. 
I don't know. You have I don't, get, what, what category? What's one that you sense can relate to the most people that your what you learned from it could be applicable? To so then my biggest failure was I switched schools in college because a girl broke up with me. And I wanted to fresh start. I found it was a very codependent relationship, but one way codependent. Uh, so you were dependent on them. Yeah, I was. Oh man, I was dependent. Oh man, it's a tough one. So <laughs> my my challenge there, actually, it'd be funny for you because you actually have like the antithesis where you don't want like you actually. I don't. I, I hear advice, but I'm not gonna take people's advice. Which advice is different from mine? So you actually are. Well, I would say it was a mistake I made by following that kind of mantra. Oh, like you, hearing advice but just not taking. Yeah, it. that was actually what led me to jail, mm. like direct correlation. So my biggest, wait, was it just any advice or the advice of people? Oh, who, expert advice. Okay, see, because there's a difference, right? Expert yeah, advice. Just the expert, I think that's, but here's the thing: whenever when you're in the place I'm talking about, I'm, yeah. what I'm talking about here is my biggest my biggest failure was going to jail. Hmm. That was the biggest fail, and it's it's very interesting to use the term failure there because it was the greatest tragedy in my life, and the reason why, and I, I failed so many times. Family, I failed to. Deb, I failed. I fail constantly, like fail to every person I know. Hmm. So that's reality. So I'm talking about the highest level that I would say I failed myself and I failed the Lord is because when you, I, I, I consider myself very uncoachable. Uncoachable. At that time. Ah, okay. So at that time, I really was not coachable. What is coachable? Coachable means you're willing to learn. You're hungry for feedback. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. You're open, you're willing, you're receptive to any feedback that comes. And it could even be a peer, someone even younger, as someone that sees it from a little more of an objective lens. Yeah. Maybe has less of a bias to see that. So the greatest failure you're saying is have having has have been going to jail. And then the yeah. greatest lesson is to learn. Well, the greatest lesson I learned, I would say, was to because people warned me, say, hey, don't go down there. People warned me, hey, don't fool around. Will warn me a hundred times before me even getting with that with the girl who ended up breaking up with me that broke my heart. That ended up doing all this crazy move, stuff, right? Yeah. To rebel and party, and she right. got like the the domino effect, right? Right. So the reality is, and this is just like factual, like this yeah, is objective. This the, is objective. Like, I, I'm in it. This is I'm in it. I'm in it, but I'm telling you. So it's hilarious. We have, I feel like we haven't even looked at the camera. Yeah, before. well, because we've been engaged. So oh, there we go. So time close. Well, next time you guys come on board. Oh, wow. There we so, go. Hey, you're I'll tell you this. I had a really, 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 really crazy moment when I realized if I had just listened to Bob Mastin, hmm. this random youth pastor. Mastin from Florida. From, no, or uh, from uh, or Word, of Word of Life. Word of Life, a Bible he, camp. He in told me very simply, he said, listen. Yeah. Don't date there. I met the girl during the internship. He said, Don't date during the during session. an internship? During oh. an internship at their church mm. in upstate New York. I was there interning with the youth. I this girl was 18, I'm 19. Hey, let's go. Right? We're young. So we're like hanging out. He told me, friends, don't date during this trip. I'm trying to help you. What did I think? This guy is gregarious. He's strange. He's outspoken. He doesn't I, I get mm. it. Mm. And that's the thing when you're uncoachable. You, you, what did you say before about that? Uh, oh, expert advice. There we go. When you're in a position that you need advice, I don't know if you're actually qualified to determine whose advice is expert. So me, I said, this guy, clearly, he's mentored hundreds of people. But well, you I, were the exception. But I, I'm the You exception. know what that comes down to? And what? it's not just for you. I think 
we think we're more special, more significant, and that it doesn't actually apply to us that we're the exception. And I don't know what it comes from. Maybe it's the mm. the narcissistic tendencies that we have or the ability. Maybe, I mean, I think some of it does come from self-belief because it's more of a desire to, hey, I can prove you wrong. That may be the norm, but I'm not it, the norm. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't about, no, no. Or maybe I'm yeah, the exception. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That may be the norm, but this is different. Exactly. But first, don't you think that you saying, like, remember your whole thing with like the advice. Yeah. Don't you think that you fall into that category? Oh, 100%. And it's crazy how we can give it so easily, but to take it, receive it. And then insane. for you to receive it, what do you say? You're like, well, I, I hear a lot of advice. I don't take the advice. Why? Because it's them. Hmm. So it's actually, there's a there's a value to it, but there's actually, like, in, uh, in Proverbs, in the Bible, it says, like it's like blessed to be around good counselors, like plenty of counselors, like awesome. counsel, like to have a board. Think about a council, right? Like my board of oh, council, yeah. yeah, like a board of directors for a company. Mm. Hey, guys, what do you think we should do here? It's actually great yeah. to have that, right? So, anyways, all it takes. It's good. The lesson learned is the 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 failure. Let's say going to jump. The lesson learned is to be coachable, receptive to different inputs from others who. We'll have your best attention, or they have your best um, intent. You know. Yeah, and understanding that their even, best interest. In here's what they too. Even if they're wrong, they're wrong may be better mm. than my wrong. Mm. So if I just would have said, "Hey, listen," say that again. I, I don't think people wrong, heard that. Yeah. So even if let's say Bob Maston, even if he was wrong about dating, like I actually could have dated her. Well, and let's say if you listen to his, or you, you listen to it, but you still listen to me different, and it turned out even better. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Even though his advice was wrong, the end result was good. Exactly. So yes. I think I realized it's okay to take bad. It's okay to take bad advice. Yeah. And it, and, and on, just on top of that, just understand because this is something you I don't want to take bad advice. But sometimes bad advice is better than your bad, your own personal. Yeah, advice. And you can learn something from it, and just understand. As always, you are usually the main one who has to deal with the consequences. Oh, you're I'm the sure. one pulling the trigger. You're the one swinging the bat. You're the one pushing. Yeah, the but button. at the same time, your consequences affect everyone around you. Yeah, and there's an there's a. Uh, ripple domino effect that can affect others too. And you're the one pulling it. So you're the one that will be held responsible. You. So you mentioned a lot of names, a lot of mentors. And are, are you still drinking coffee or what are you doing? Oh! <laughs> no, this no, guy. So I, so are you still like, drinking coffee? Or? Yeah, so I decreased coffee. I was at like two cups yeah. a day, three cups a day. And now I'm down to like four cups a week. Yeah. So with that really powerful quick suggestion, myself, um, I'm not sponsored. Don't worry. I'm not that big yet. Uh, and actually, I don't think I want to do any of this stuff. But Athletic Greens, Brendan, you should try it. Athletic Greens, I'm going to Athletic Greens, and we have... But does it wake you up in the morning? Oh, dude, you have that? My, I'm having trouble now because I wake up, I do a 40-ounce drink of water. Mm -hmm. I do my morning process, and then I have Athletic Greens. But I actually think when you wake up, within really three minutes, just go to those Athletic Greens, put it in, put some almond milk, put the D, D2 and K3, I think it is, or D3 and K2, two droplets, shake that, uh, 10 to 12 ounces, Dude, it runs through your body and it's like you became you become a super saiyan. Stop. It's so great. What I drink that and I thought, wow, I can actually operate. But that's one. Um just wait, to replace wait, the coffee. Tell me more about the super greens. Athletic greens. Athletic uh, has absolutely yeah, it's you know, you always hear this ones about all the nutrients you need, and it's a little more money, but the idea is it's but is concise it, to the is point. Caffeine in it? No caffeine. So how are you waking up? Dude, the nutrients are in there. Look, the, the other ways people wake up. Really, this is uh, foreign to some people. A glass of very cold water, not freezing. And now this. what I've learned is you throw in a, a, a lemon, yeah. which is half a lemon or a slice. That's one. And the new one that I found, which I haven't tried yet, so I can't advocate for it, 
but I've heard the popularity and the success is about 10 ounces of celery juice. Sounds disgusting. I believe it actually is, but I think it's a taste that I can make too, to try that. But if you had to do one of those four, coffee, yeah, celery juice, or, yeah. athletic greens, or water with lemon. What, and if you had to have any of those with a historical, historical figure. figure. Okay. Would you have, uh, I got to go with, uh, go with Jesus. Jesus? Yeah, I have to go with Jesus. Because hmm. I feel like a lot of people would be, wouldn't be able to connect. But who else? It really is because this, this guy has had the largest impact in Iran. Hmm. I mean, yeah, he. Oh, who's had more? A human? Who's had more than no Jesus? No human has had a bigger impact than Jesus. I mean, think about it. We literally switched the calendar, the calendar of time yeah, around him. Yeah, I mean, in some areas you could do oh, you could do AD, you can do yeah. uh, before the common era, sure. But regardless of those factors, it's because of that individual that we still changed the measurement. Yeah. Not only that, I would also say, yeah, 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 it changed. I mean, it's it changed yeah. all of human yeah. experience. What would, what's just before we go to the next one? What's one or two things you'd want to ask him, or just just what? spend time with him and I hear ask, some? I, I really wouldn't want to like, yeah, I wouldn't want, wouldn't want like Q and A. I wouldn't want a Q and A. You just want a free flowing. I would want a kind of conversation like this. Yeah, got a conversation and or a day with him. Where would you want to be in, in Nazareth? No, in, I want, in what does he look like here? What would he look like in the twenty first century today? If he was walking around New York like, City, boom! He, I, I wake up six thirty. I have him till 11. He's, he's, he's in the room next door. No, we're, we're hanging out all day together. What we're does going, he want to do? Yeah, what does he want to oh, do? Oh, man, that's intense. How does he eat? Yeah. Now, how does he Does tip? he with left hand, right hand? Yeah, how does he tip? Does he tip? Does he tip? Oh, now we're getting too deep. No, <laughs> I'm serious though. Does yeah. he meditate? Does I, he I, meditate? I, hey, I want to show him some videos. What do you think about Facebook? Mm. What is your view about So, so what, do you, what do you think about my business? Can you give mm. me some advice? How to I'm grow like, it about no, the ethics how, of it? No, the ethics of it, the, not just the morality, but like the spirituality. Hey, am I being faithful to mm. you? So you're what saying, am I, what, are we, what are you calling me to do? I'm sure he would say, hey, listen, I'm calling you to give more. I'm calling you to spend more time with me. Let's do this again tomorrow. I think mm. that would be his main thing he would tell me. He's like, hey, I really appreciate you spending time with you today. Can we do this again tomorrow? You think you'd do this podcast? Oof. Don't break my heart. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible, though. I, that would be. Oh, yeah. you'd go viral. Yeah, I'd go viral. That'd be epic. The Messiah. And yeah, just on top of that, I think it's what you're saying is really seeing how this more ancient philosophy, but even a permeating religion now, how does it uh, connect with today's world, right? Because back then there was no social media, there was you know, this crazy technology. So we would view as crazy back then. So how would Jesus adapt to that? And what would he say? That would be a whole new book. Maybe that would be the Bible 2.0. Mm. One of my favorite sections we move on to is, it's a tough one, uh, book, movie, podcast. Oh, one right? of each? So it could be one of each. Could be three of one. Could be so two of one. Podcast? Trying to keep it at two. Oh, podcasts have a great one to recommend. Aside from Zeus with Bruce. Oh, okay. Aside, aside from Zeus with Bruce, what's a podcast you'd recommend? Uh, okay, well, that's and we're going to, just for whoever's, whoever's listening, we'll put all the ones on the bottom. Yeah, so, so yeah. the books I recommend... Um, I would, you're like any industry, any person, or brother for Brennan De Silva. What, what is a book that you would recommend? So, no, that would be just intense, or even one that you just feel for a specific niche. So, I would recommend two books Wild at Heart, it's a book about the journey of manhood mm -hmm. and how God created us. Honestly, I think every man and woman needs to read it. Great book, I read it myself. Incredible book, I, I, and incredible. my brother gave it to me. Yeah. Incredible. Oh, Brennan's my brother, by the way. I don't oh, know if you haven't figured that out. I don't know if we mentioned that. Uh, ah. So, although the Silva is a common last name for Brazilians. Yes. So the second book I recommend is actually How to Win Friends and Influence Others. And influence I, others. I know it's classic, 
was that people people oh people yeah and well it's like and well i guess you because you can't really influence no i always see others how do you oh, influence others i influence I think, people no way i think well we'll figure it. it's okay point being fact is check you're still it, yeah we need a fact check but anyways the reason yeah. why i recommend the book is this yeah so oh another and this book was written one another book is to sell as human oh daniel pink yes that yeah. book is yeah. great okay is, yeah. is that on a similar level to how to win friends no i think that's why how to win friends is really important for you to understand literally how to connect people it's incredible it's incredible you can go you from a somebody, hermit you said that. something today on the basketball court you said conversation is an, an invisible in an invisible art form it is man. i was like wow that's actually really good yeah i think with the lack of if you have no resources yeah. look we all have this muscle in our mouths but we have no we have a sword we never it's we're, no, we're sword. not trained it's so weak. we're not trained we're not trained we're not trained we're not trained, we're not trained. so i think what i think why i think those two books work well together. How to win friends, they influence people or others. One of the two. Okay. Semantics at this point, but that, that's one. And then why Daniel Pink is because I think people have a negative connotation. Or why uh why to sell as human or to that sell as human by Daniel Pink. Yeah. So why why that's necessary is because I think people have a negative connotation when it comes to selling and they don't realize that every person's always selling. That's so true, man. And we had that recent conversation where I'd gone to an event. Uh, and for myself, the whole perspective of sales has shifted. And you see, it's, it's so good. Yeah, it's it really is. It's it is. It's so it good. Is, it you're is. healthy. Yeah, if, if you're providing, I think like the example is, without going into story too deep, is if you believe in what you're selling, and you have something so valuable, or if you have something very valuable to offer, and you don't sell, and it can help people, let's say, if you don't sell it, what you're doing in essence is robbing those people of something sure. that's so valuable that could actually be saving them. So really, it's. In that sense, it's kind of being selfish it is. and not learning a valuable skill because I, you don't want to because there's a negative narrative. I just, I just, I just use a line with uh, one of my team members. I said, why are you screwing people? Why are you screwing? Why, are you, why are you screwing people? Yeah. I said, hey, yeah. if you'll accomplish this goal, your family is not going to have the life they need. Yeah. Why are you screwing over your family? Yeah, it's true. Because that, he's, that's he's, the thing. He's like, I'm going to be single for a while, blah, 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 unless I make money. Why are you? He's like, I'm not going to hit this goal. If I want to go, I'm not going to date. Why are you screwing over your girl hmm. and her and your son and your daughter? Because that's what you're doing. If you don't hit this goal, you're not getting you're not building the life for them. Hmm. So what did they ever do to you? Yeah. You are so why do you hate them? And it's not a lack of capability, it's a real yeah. lack of motivation. Yes. It's rarely lack of capability. Powerful, man. Powerful. So so to sell us human, so sell us how do my friends influence good. people? Yeah, how was, I would say realistically I would say how do my friends influence people? That's probably gotta be the first. That has to yeah. be the first. Yeah, because even it, with, along with the well the heart. Yeah, because those are like more identity and yeah, forming yeah. that. But the other one's how to connect with the opposite. Yes. Or yes, even a similar correct. Yes. Okay. And yes. then Daniel Peak would be the third. That, that would be the third. Hey, so that's good. So movie no, wise. Powerful. Yeah. So for movie. Movie wise, oh I love yeah. movies. Yeah, uh, you so, oh this is a movie guy. Yeah, I'm a movie guy. This guy can I've watch I've watched quite a bit. And Did you now, say you watch over now, a thousand movies? Well, I actually now have done something I'm very ashamed of. Oh no. Which um you didn't close the toilet seat or what? I think we gotta press pause the video. Oh man, we can't. Oh. oh, so this is a very one flow go until someone hearing this, if you want um some way to increase your portfolio or you yeah, want to practice you. editing skills, hit me up. My information's there. Yeah. Comment me, but yeah, no, no edits. I have a good editor. I started, yeah, yeah, so we talk about that. Hey, but so, what was it? Oh, movie wise. I started watching YouTube summaries of movies. Oh man, dude, you just want to get all the <laughs> stories. No oh, man. No. Well, so oh, how, how do you so, see the difference? Here's why I'm so ashamed. I watch it at 1.5 speed. 
Oh man. Well, you know what's happening? Those are gonna get those are gonna get to 2.0 speed. No, I got 2.0. I'm at 2.0. 2.0. Jeez, I want, man. And that Bates is just why are you why are you what are you doing? I'm like, I just want to hear a story. Hmm. And I feel like the thing is I've watched so many movies. Here's something I realized. There's very let's say there's a hundred movies released. I would say probably 10% of them are worth watching. Hmm. Of like actually probably less five percent. Are the narratives just too repetitive? Is oh, it, is it there is is a, it too predictable? I've now watched movie summaries. I probably not exactly over the past this year. I probably have watched three hundred movie summaries. Wait, so you're saying the past 11, year, eleven months? This eleven months, I probably watched thirty movie summaries a month. Twenty movies a month, movie summaries a month. Probably I'm like two fifty, three hundred. Hmm. Two fifty. Hmm. I watch it, and what I realize is. The vast majority of movies follow the same exact. There's thing. a very similar. Plot. So then you ask yourself, okay, what makes movies special? Mm. Is this cinematography, the shots? Mm. It's yeah. second. Maybe not two. Maybe I'm being seven. Two hundred. But cinematography, it's character development. Mm. Wes Anderson, when he filmed a shot, do you know he picks every piece of furniture in the room? In That's shot? wild, man, because I haven't seen any of his films. You uh, haven't seen a Wes Anderson? No, but I know there's the one where it's like the fox. Yeah, there's the, a fox. The fantastic fox. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, yeah there's one fox. scene where the, he's very, there's yes, a polished yes, fox and one in the yes. wild. Yeah, I mean, this guy seems so like the most. So the fantastic fox, I actually relate to myself. Right? Oh, okay. That's one thing. Well, so leave that for another yeah. one. Yeah. So the movie that I recommend right now. That well, let's say, what's the movie summary? So you say from, from a start to finish and, movie. And, and, No movies, any movie I've watched in summer, I would Let's say top two. Let's give you a little okay. flexibility. Top right two. Right now, I say, hey, we got to watch a movie. You have to, like, hey. Well, you actually This is this well, is the movie, Mr. When we get to Mars, yeah. you you give this film to would, Martians to say, hey, this is, oh, I would, this is crucial. Without a doubt, stuff. I say Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic is epic. That is the movie that's, I an, that's an epic movie. That is the number one movie I recommend. <laughs> it's an epic movie. If I'm on Mars, I want them to know humanity. I say, this is the movie. Yeah, yeah. that's right. This is a perfect summary of what we are. Mm. This is a perfect summary of who we are. Mm. This is it. Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic. It's incredible. That's number one. Yeah. Second, I would say, ah, uh, oh, man. A tough one to decide. Tough because it's my last one. My first one, I knew I had the second one. My second one, I had no other one. I have one that kind of a similar kind of stuff. Right. I, I believe you like and resonate. I mean, Maybe it's what? a little simplistic, but maybe four is gone. Four is gone? That would be a good one to give to the Martians. I mean, because it's someone who's really simple that goes through different periods of life. And he's uh, been, it, for me, it just shows a connection with other people and how he's able to not let these circumstances or other people's uh, kind of take away his his empathy, his kindness, his nature. Yeah. And a simple man who makes a lot of it. But I, I found that similar just for Captain Fantastic to some extent, where it's a story that represents the core of humanity can be at its heart without the pollution of toxic ideas and yeah. uh, nasty self-interest. Uh, but I, th I think that's maybe in your top 10. I, I, I think I'm fantastic. If, if you give people more and more recommendation, they're probably going to watch any movie. Yeah. So yeah. especially one, the three it's yeah. So I already say this is all you fantastic. That's the one I would say. Yeah. And where can they find it? Probably it's on Netflix, when, Amazon, everything. It's on yeah. everything. Oh, it's on everything. Oh, okay. especially I know for a fact Netflix. All right, cool. just watch it. I'll say this. I mean, you really want these people to watch these movies. So we'll say this. If you want to watch a movie and you need to buy it somewhere, you can message me for the first five people who message me. I'll send you the money. From me. From me. I mean, if you want to, go ahead. <laughs> okay. But I mean, really, it's something crazy. It's four bucks. Uh, but the first five people. Oh, Brucey with a generosity. Yeah. I mean, it's very important. It really impacted yeah. me. First five people who. The movie, direct, you saying? The movie, yeah. yeah Direct message. Zeus with Bruce, you're just getting in contact with me. Um, you send me the information. I'll buy it for you. First one. 
Marvel. Okay, so let's yeah. move because there's a lot going on in the next tour. Let's move then. Podcast. I think I mentioned Zeus and Bruce. I don't know if that slipped your lips. Did not. Um, slip your lips. Zeus and Bruce. Oof. Oh man. That was oh, okay. So now we're looking at uh, what's 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 next or Me? what next? What next for Brendan? Um, two things. So, well, I'm going to start a property management company this year. Before 2022. Um, I mean this uh... in 2022. Okay. In this upcoming year, um, property management company for short-term rentals in New Jersey. It's going to be called the Silva Hospitality. The Silva Hospitality coming in 2022. I think they're going to call it the Silva Hospitality. New Jersey. Yes. So that's what I'm going to say. That's one. Um, two, actually, I'm looking to do less, better. That's what's next. Do less, better. My What's next for me is sustainability, longevity. You know Tom Brady. Do you know he doesn't lift weights really? Do you know what he does? Yes, All bands. Hmm. Why? Longevity. Hmm. Longevity. Longevity. And I'm only 27, about to turn 28 in April. I want, I realize I'm burning myself out hmm. and I can't sustain this intensity. I need to do less, better. Hmm. So that's what's next for me, man. I want to do less. I do want it, to, yeah. so I have a new company. Now it may seem counterintuitive, but it actually make a lot of progress. I want to start a new company today. Today. I mean, after this podcast, just, right? Yeah, I, I want to do it today, but guess what? I'm yeah. not going to do hmm. I'm not going to do it today. Why? I have a company right now. We sell gajillion houses. You know, it's a lot of money. Gajillion is a lot. So we're doing well. It's more than a gazillion. Yeah, I would say so. It's a lot. So I would say so. We sell gajillion houses. It's a lot of money. Hmm. And you're really turning so many houses into homes. I want, I want it more than well. that. I want to, we sell gajillion houses. We're selling a lot of houses, right? Hmm. And we're not doing as well as we could. Our quantity is up. Our quality is down. Is that because you're doing more ineffectively? Because you're saying do less. We're doing, better. Yeah, we're doing more ineffectively. Okay, so you're doing. So you're we're working doing more. more. Look at this. Let's take this. In the business, in the business, there's two sides, right? There's front in any sales, any service business. There's front end and back end, right? In a restaurant, what is there? There's waiters and cooks. Hmm. Hey, we're getting a lot of orders. Where 30 people just ordered the steak. We've never had 30 people order steak before in one hour. Now 100 people order steak. Hadn't we ever had 100 people order steak? You're, wow, it's awesome. So what do you do? You hire more waiters, right? Let's take more orders. We, right, but guess what you forgot to do? Hmm. Training up the kitchen staff. Yeah. Now they can't. Not you didn't buy enough grills. Hmm. You ran out of salt. Meats on the meats on back order. Should order hmm. yesterday. Supply chain issues. Boom. Terrible. So that's happening with my business. We started blowing up the business. Quality trashed. Why? We grew in sales, not in service. Mm, say that again. You grew in sales, but not in service. Not in service. So well, sales, question. I mean, service. but don't they? Shouldn't they be in tandem? If you go in sales, don't you go well, in you service? Sh- no, you don't. You should. And you why don't. is that? Because you don't slow down to think. Mm. You just go. Mm. So that's the thing. Like, I don't have the problem of inaction. People have problems. That's not really my problem. I'm, I take action. I'm an action guy. Just do it. Jump. Go. But I have a problem of slow down, think. Mm. I'm the antithesis of a philosopher. Mm. I'm the antithesis of a organized type A kind of person. I'm just like, listen, my car is messy. Let's run. That's me. I'll clean the car later. We got to go. Mm. I don't think it has to say, hey, my client's going to get in the car. I just think oh, I got to pick up this client. Mm. See what I'm saying? And it's finding a way to make that happen. Yeah. And now that we're going through the details, but Jeff, save the action. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the parts it seems like we struggle with. 
a lot. But exciting with the management and finding 2022. That's coming up. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Right well, it's we're, a big well, we're only, well, just a, we're only opening up that company quarter three of 2022. Oh, oh so I'm giving myself six months, seven months, eight months, really eight months um, of planning, preparing, really doing it well before we even do it. Hmm. So you're doing slow better, slow better, and making sure do less better, do or less do less better, better. do, do less, less, do slow, do less, yeah, better. do less better, do less better. Powerful man. For, yeah, for yeah. someone who also likes to go oh, yeah. quick, like for me, my challenge. goal in 2022 was to sell 360 houses, basically like, one every day, one every day. Guess what we're gonna do though? 300. Hmm. Do less. Better. And you know what's even wild? Maybe the next year the team grows, it's more effective. You're able to do it. Maybe it's becomes 400, 500. But if we do 300 well this year, then yes, the following year where we're gonna be at. We can hit, five, we have six. capacity for five, six. Mm. But if we do 360 this year, guess what the next year we're going to be at? 420, 430. Yeah. Painfully. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And probably some, maybe some issues here and there. Oh, Apologies some issues. Death. Crucify. Yeah. Crucifixion. Yeah, Jesus. literally. They come Oof. from the blood. Go I ahead. mean, that's that's what it sounds. Go, I got to this, this is now, I, we're getting deep. We're getting deep. We're, we're, we're getting deep, deep in here. We're getting deep in here. So let's ask, where can, um, where, can, next? Where, can where can we find you? Um, so uh, of course we are in your offices, okay. Newark, New Jersey, and it's going to be awesome to Makerhoods, a uh, really cool office building community project for small businesses. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at Brendan DD, or you can find me uh, on Facebook at Brendan Silva, pretty straightforward. Yeah, we'll or, put all the links on the bottom yeah. as well so people can access just, it. like text me, call me. Text him, conversation, yeah. and have a nice little chat. I'm pretty available. I think text is actually like my new norm. All right. That's like yeah, my, we'll... Yeah, put you put phone number two away. Oh, yeah, we'll put the rest. Yeah, all right, exciting. Where um, so really, we're just sort of wrapping it up here and sex little part. Let's do some gratitude. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got it. It's a little curveball. Okay, I didn't see that. I, I, I sent you the thing. I, I didn't see the gratitude part. Oh well, to be fair, I think I actually did add that in a part. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I just want to say thank you for coming on. Oh. And making not just that, but taking the initiative to uh, be bold and be fearless. To learn from actions and it's never really a failure as long as you learn from it. If you're learning, you're never really failing. But to also be bold and to have a dedication and commitment to improve people's lives and finding a way to share the circle of empathy with others, whether they agree or not, and just being hungry for growth, connection, compassion, love, and developing as a human being and becoming the best version of you that you can be because it does radiate and it has the ability to affect others and many different ways that they don't perceive. And of course, just coming on to do this. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. No I pre- wow, very, that was very kind. I like yeah, that. I got to know something nice. I like that. Um, that however, was a nice thing. Yeah, I got to add it. Um, you took your time and time is valuable and I want to respect your time. Oh, that was, I'm not as, I'm as you, what time it is. How long was this? Um, it it's, be, it's, it could be 20 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. 40? Yeah. I have no idea how long it's a little more than an hour, but hour a little more. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. We're, okay. Well, basically, okay. And to conclude it, okay. to conclude it, this is yeah. the last section. The, of- the little nugget of wisdom, and as I say, this section is the nugget of wisdom to elevate like Zeus. What is a leaving a, a piece of information, a thought, an idea, a quote that you want to leave listeners with, or even myself with, that would help them elevate themselves? To get yeah. in the position that the story of Zeus, as we said, from a place of ignorance and pain to a place of knowledge and, yeah. and pleasure, what would you recommend is your nugget of wisdom? So based off the book, Atomic Habits, I would say don't expect yourself or hold yourself accountable to any metric that is greater than 1% better every day. Wow. 
if you are if you want to get there tomorrow, it's not about growing your business overnight. It's not about growing your business over a year. It's about very small, consistent decisions over a long period of time that make the difference. Hmm. And that is where I'm at right now. I'm saying let's slow down. Let's do a little really well so we can last. Hmm. Nice Powerful, man. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it. Wow, well, look at that. that. Yeah, that yeah, was better than the first one. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. Um, we, we crushed it. Everyone, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, if you came at the end of this, send me that message for Captain Fantastic. And really, the first five people, he'll get it. Oh, pay for you. Right. Um, let's end it. All right, All right. peace. Oh, there we go.